Horse breast in the make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Okay, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Saturday morning as we continue to tick, tick, tick away at 2023. We're getting close to New Year's Eve. That's tomorrow. And then the big fireworks at midnight bringing in the year 2024. So we wish all of you a very happy new year. Just a little bit ahead of time. That's all right. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world right here at the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino on the Strip. And, of course, uh, we always uh, 
ask you when you uh, watch us on South Point Studio at YouTube to subscribe, and we'll ask again today. Make sure you subscribe. It's free of charge, and uh, we'd appreciate that. That's for sure. But we're also here in Las Vegas over our uh, websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global, your iPhone, your Android with the KSHP phone app that you can get at your uh, phone app store so you can hear us on your devices. And, of course, here uh, in Las Vegas at uh, our studio station for radio, KSHP 1400 AM, Sports Talk 1400 AM, and 107.1 FM. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting as well, which is simply all over the place. So however, wherever, whenever you get us, welcome to the Saturday Race Day Show. We are anxiously awaiting if Santa Anita will actually run today or not. Here's the deal. Uh, They sent out a notice uh, yesterday to horsemen and to the media that with the uh, ensuing rain that was scheduled to go into Southern California, and it did, it went uh, the heavy rains overnight, flooded some areas of Southern California. But looking at the uh, Weather Channel's uh, prediction for Arcadia right now, as we speak, 56 degrees. They say it's 19%, it's down to 19% uh, continued rain there in Southern California. And that'll make its way through the entire day. Uh, you're not going to get it more than higher than uh, 59 degrees before the morning is out. And, of course, in the afternoon and evenings, uh, right around the 50-degree mark as well. But the damage might have already been done. And so uh, John Lendo is standing by. He'll let us know as soon as they let him know. Uh, they said the racing office will uh, notify not only the horsemen, but all the folks that want to go out to the races today at Santa Anita sometime this morning. And that's all we know. Sometime this morning we'll find out if they're going to race at Santa Anita or not. Otherwise, we've got uh, plenty of racing around the country, and we got... Uh, you know, we get down to the end of the year, and some racetracks have to have mandatory payouts. Understand today, Gulfstream Park will have a mandatory payout, although they hit that just the other day. The pick six jackpot at Gulfstream Park, mandatory today. But also, Turfway Park will have a mandatory uh, pick six and super high five payoffs. Mahoning Valley, same thing. They're going to have a mandatory payoff in their pick six jackpot. And, of course, uh, Fairgrounds, they've got a nice big carryover going on there. And uh, Aqueduct in New York. Uh, two-day carryover, and uh, we understand that the weather is finally getting a little better at Aqueduct. So we got a lot, a uh, lot of uh, action going on all over the country, and of course, a lot of great stakes races today. That's for sure, uh, including uh, four stakes races at Gulfstream Park, the Grade Three Harlan's Holiday. We'll tap uh, Jonathan Hardoon on the shoulder to see what the Harlan's Holiday looks like. It's kind of like a prep for the uh, Pegasus World Cup that happens uh, towards the end of next month. Uh, at uh, Gulfstream Park, that big Pegasus World Cup. And then, of course, uh, Santa Anita, if it goes, will have a couple of graded stakes races, the Grade 2 Joe Hernandez and the Grade 3 Robert Frankel. They are both scheduled on the turf, and what they did in anticipation of maybe getting the card in today, uh, Santa Anita carded the uh, two stakes races very early in the card. As a matter of fact, the Joe Hernandez is the first race on the scheduled card today at Santa Anita. So if uh, they go, we may be able to keep them on the turf, but I doubt it very seriously. I think with all of the reports that I got out of the Southern California and all that big rain that has gone through there, that uh, it looks like it's a, it's a touch-and-go thing if they'll even race today at Santa Anita. 
Now, that weather pattern, as you know, the weather patterns, the jet stream goes from the west to the east. So what's uh, what's happening here in Las Vegas? Well, I can tell you here in Vegas, um, it's nice. It's beautiful out. We have uh, hardly any chance for any precipitation off of that storm. It's 43 degrees right now. We're going to get up to 61 today here in Las Vegas. And if you're looking ahead to tomorrow night with the big fireworks display coming here, uh, we'll start out uh, early morning uh, right around 40 degrees, high 30s, and then we're going to get up to around 57 degrees as the sun sets in the evening. And the only chance for any cancellation in the fireworks here in Las Vegas, obviously, if we have uh, the winds that uh, come up, uh, but we don't anticipate any uh, harsh winds for tomorrow night's big celebration. Nine big mega resorts on the Strip with all of those fireworks going off at midnight. They've been uh, they've been preparing. I mean, they've been putting the fireworks displays all in place on the top of these uh, mega resorts for the last six days. I mean, this is this is a huge enterprise. That's for sure. It'll be a lot of fun tomorrow night. But we got uh, we got some stuff to go today. That's for sure. Uh, in addition to the uh, stakes races at Santa Anita, as we say, you got uh, four at Gulfstream Park, highlighted by the Harlan's Holiday and the Graveson is at Aqueduct. So we got some uh, great stuff going, but what, just take a look at what happened yesterday. Yesterday at Aqueduct, the Alex M. Robb Stakes was early on the card. It was the second race on the card. The winner there was Dr. Ardito with the Manny Franco aboard. This was the favorite, paid 540, and uh, Chad Brown was the trainer, outrunning Aggregation and Baris, who finished third in that race. Uh, Trevor McCarthy, had back-to-back winners, third and fourth races there. And uh, the Davises, I got to tell you, the Davises with uh, Katie Davis and uh, Dylan Davis and uh, Jackie Davis, uh, they all got together. They all had a mount in the last race at uh, Aqueduct. Now, Dylan Davis wins it with Lady Mine. That was a pick by Jerry Jackowitz. So Jerry, Jerry was hot yesterday. He had uh, two selections and two winners for us. Lady Mine gave Dylan Davis his second win of the day, paying $7.50. His sister, Katie Davis, ran second, and Jackie Davis finished fourth in the race. So the Davises ran one, two, and four in the last race at, uh, at Aqueduct. By the way, Jerry also hit the exacta with the uh, link-ups, uh, paying $27.50 for the dollar exacta. The 50-cent trifecta, also with the link-ups, paid $87.62. So nice, nice, a hefty win in that last race at Aqueduct, and like Jerry said, he always likes to get that final race winner in for everybody, and uh, he did so there. Uh, in addition to McCarthy and Davis having a couple of winners, uh, those were the only two that visited uh, the winner's circle more than once yesterday at Aqueduct. But they do have a pick-six carryover. Remember, it was going into yesterday there was a pick-six carryover at Aqueduct, but uh, the prices in the pick-six, 1080, 1840, 720, 1140, 1840, and $7.50. That was it. Yet they carried it over. Nobody had six. The fives paid $427. So you got a two day carryover at Aqueduct today, a regular pick six, two day carryover, exceeding $90,000 for today at the Big A. Santa Anita yesterday, a couple of nice stakes races there for the two year olds. The two year old Phillies at a mile on the turf, the Blue Norther, was won by Madero. Uh, Maduro uh, had a tremendous closing kick under uh, Mr. Uh, Frisou uh, for trainer Peter Erton. Paid $6.80, outrunning Shadowless 
and Mo Fox Given. And then the uh, division for the Colts and Geldings, the Eddie Logan, a couple of races later, at a mile on the turf, the winner there was Lord Bullingdon. Lord Bullingdon with Umberto Rispoli paid uh, $6.80, outrunning uh, Change for Gold and Twirling Point. I thought a big race yesterday was the uh, race for two-year-old maidens, the eighth race at six furlongs where Kinza won huge under John Hernandez, Juan Hernandez, I should say, for Bob Baffert. Two-year-old maiden race, Bob Baffert wins for Juan Hernandez. The horse paid $13. You're used to getting Baffert two-year-olds, uh, first-time starters in these races, paying 3 to $5. This thing could be $13 to win and ran the six furlongs in 109.71. This might be a goodie, that's for sure. By the way, Lord Burlingdon uh, was trained by Mike McCarthy. Wanted to get that in as well. Rich Ang came uh, in the last race with a winner. Uh, our guy named Joe, Rispoli aboard. So that was uh, Umberto Rispoli's second win of the day. Paid $4 even, was the favorite. And by the way, back in the uh, sixth race, uh, the winner, American Red, White, Blue. American Red, White, Blue paid seven forty, and was Jerry J's play there as well. He won that one, and he also uh, got the uh, dollar exacta there. He paid $11.10 for a buck. But Jerry was hot yesterday. Both uh, key horses won, and he had link-ups uh, to, to run second and, uh, and third uh, at Aqueduct. But a big day yesterday at Santa Anita, that's for sure. And uh, Mark Glatt, boy, I'm telling you, this guy is hot. American Red, White, Blue was Glatt's fourth win out of only seven starts so far early at Santa Anita. So keep an eye on him, that's for sure. Golden Gate. Remember they had that uh, big pick five carryover yesterday at Golden Gate? Well, at Golden Gate, here's how they shook out. Uh, the first of the pick five races, Chief Wild Eagle paid 560. John Lindo had a pick in that race, but it was scratched, so no, no harm, no foul there. Then the second uh, pick five race, the winner paid $5. Then you had a $51 winner in the third race of the five-race sequence. That was the sixth race on the card. Seventh race paid $6. The eighth and final paid 660 and so uh, the 50-cent pick five yesterday with that carryover at Golden Gate, winning numbers of 6, 2, 4, 7, 8, paid $1,117.95 up at the Golden Gate yesterday. All right, Gulfstream Park, I read Ortiz Jr. and Brother Jose had a couple of winners each. Uh, believe it or not, Mark Cassie and, Ty, uh, and Jose Ortiz got together in the second race now, Cassie, one of the top trainers at Gulfstream Park, that winner, seat at the table, seat at the table, paid $34.20. A Mark Cassie trainee. Big numbers there, that's for sure. And uh, that's just about a highlight there at uh, Gulfstream Park. And at Oaklawn Park, the bombs were flying yesterday at Oaklawn Park. Check out some of the prices. Fourth race, eighty-six forty. Fifth race, Forty-seven forty, sixth race, forty-six forty, and then you had a couple of horses that figured, and then in the last two races, sixty-seven eighty, and the final race paid thirty-seven forty. The late pick four, thirteen thousand three forty-two eighty. How about the pick five? The late pick five paid one hundred ninety-eight thousand three dollars. Wow, what a day at Oakland! What a day around the country, that's for sure. Hey, listen, we got a lot to cover. We got Jonathan Ardoon coming on. Of course, Rich Ang. We've got to get another football pick out of Richie. 
He won again yesterday with Memphis. Richie has been going hot with the college bowl games. And of course, and by the way, we got a nice uh, NFL game today. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys at home. That'll be a really fun game. All right, and uh, we also have uh, John Lendo. He's checking out right now the latest uh, on the word out at Santa Anita. And, of course, Jerry Jackowitz have come back. Uh, let's get a couple more winners out of him as well. Your racing menu will be next, so don't go away. We'll be right back on this jam-packed Saturday Race Day Las Vegas show. We ask you again, go to YouTube, South Point Studio, subscribe. It's free. All right? We'll be back from your gaming capital right after this. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on the Race Day Las Vegas radio program. A couple of uh, quick notes on racing for you. Uh, let's uh, trainer Richard Baltus is just about ready to complete a one-year suspension uh, earlier this month for violations relating to administration of uh, race day supplements in the spring of 2022. He'll have his first starter since July 22nd at Santa Anita on Sunday. Tomorrow, Richard Baltus returns to the training after serving his suspension. Congratulations to jockey Louis Quinones. He hit the milestone of 4,000 wins yesterday. He guided Eisen on point to a 22-to-1 upset in that fifth race at Oakland. That was uh, that $47.40 winner. Louis Quinones, a 4,000 victory winner now. Congratulations to him. And it seems that uh, the Maryland horsemen and track have agreed to a one-year operating extension in Maryland. That's always good news. Okay, time to get started. With your racing menu for today, remember we always remind you the first post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every racing day is that of the Pacific time zone. Okay? Pacific time zone, first post times, because that's where we're at here in Las Vegas, Nevada. We are in the Pacific time zone. These will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. And uh, if you're listening anywhere else, adjust to the Pacific time zone. We don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okay, here we go. We go to Honing Valley. They'll start off the racing menu today, 9 a.m., first post time for nine races. As we say, it is a uh, mandatory payoff today in the Pick 6 jackpot. Pick 6 jackpot, $2,713. No jackpot. Best tickets will take it home. Mandatory there at uh, Mahoning Valley. That today, 9 a.m., first post time there. 
Gulfstream Park is next. Gulfstream Park has five stakes races out of 11 races today. They'll roll out like this. The $125,000 Rampart at a mile for Phillies and Mary's three-year-olds and up will be the fifth. Six go to the post there. Eight to five favorite is Mary, quite contrary with uh, Mr. Panici aboard. That's the Rampart. A couple of races later, in the eighth race, you'll get the Shawnee River, the Swanee River, I should say, a mile on the turf for Phillies and Mary's three-year-olds and up. Uh, this race has uh, 10 in it, but there may be two scratches in this race. We'll wait and see. Uh, favorite in the race at 5-2 uh, to two is Fast S Flight with Luis Saez aboard. Then you get to the St. Augustine. That's the ninth on the card. A field of 12 before any scratches. And that's a wide-open affair. The morning line favorite there is 4-1, to one, and that is Skyro. I, I take that. Yeah, Skyro is 4-1 to one with Joey Bravo aboard. Full field there in the St. Augustine at a mile and 70 yards, ninth race at Gulfstream. Tenth race is the $150,000 Harlan's Holiday. It's a grade three. This is a local prep for the Pegasus coming up uh, la later uh, next month. There are 11 there. And the uh, first post time, uh, I'm sorry, for the 5-2 to two favorite there is O'Connor with Tyler Gaffley-Onabard. O'Connor, the 5-2 to two favorite in the Harlan's Holiday. We'll wait and see uh, from Mr. Jonathan Ardoon how he shakes this race out. And then the last race of the day, the $200,000 Fort Lauderdale. At a mile and one-eighth on the turf, sees 10 going to the post. And in this race, the uh, two-to-one favorite is running B with Irad Ortiz Jr. Uh, take note that the second and the fourth races today at Gulfstream Park are already off the turf. They'll be transferred to the Tapita course, the synthetic racetrack. Second and uh, fourth races on the card. First post time for the 11 races at Gulfstream is at 9-10. Gulfstream's pick six jackpot carryover. I can get it up here. Sorry about that, folks. We had a malfunction in our computer here. Okay. Gulfstream Park, pick six jackpot carryover, $96,592. $96,592. And uh, Jonathan Ardoon informs us that uh, this is a mandatory payoff today at Gulfstream. $96,592. No jackpot provision there. All right, Aqueduct, the Big A in New York, where they say at the Big A, the track is muddy, but cloudy, 43 degrees. Uh, I guess the uh, the rains have gone at Aqueduct. First post time at Aqueduct is 9.20. Uh, their feature race today is the Gravesend. It goes as the third on the card. Six furlongs for three-year-olds and up. A field of five. Uh, the eight-to-five favorite there is Bold Journey with Eric Cancel. The nine-to-five close second choice is Durante with Manny Franco. Again, nine races today at Aqueduct. First post time, 9.20. Two-day carryover in the pick six of $90,453.71 to be exact. Two-day carryover at Aqueduct and a first post time there of 9.20 today at the uh, Big A. Next comes Laurel Park. They have nine races, a couple of $100,000 stakes races. The Gin Talking for two-year-old Phillies at seven furlongs will be the seventh. In this race, the 6-5 to five favorite is Cap Classic, Classic, Cap Classic, uh, with uh, Mr. Toledo aboard at 6-5. to five. Then in the, the Heft Stakes, that's for two-year-olds at seven furlongs. That's the eighth race. Eight go to the post in this one. Six to eight to five favorite, I should say. It's great opportunity with Mr. Sheldon Russell aboard. Laurel Park, nine races, uh, and a first post time of 925, 925 at Laurel. 
And Laurel Park has a pick six jackpot carryover of $966. Tampa Bay is next. Tampa Bay's got nine races. Their first post time is 930 at Tampa Bay. Oaklawn Park. <laughs> Wonder if there'll be a lot of long shots today at Oaklawn. Wow. Ten races today at Oaklawn. The feature race is the Poinsettia Stakes. Five and a half furlongs. Phillies and Mares three-year-olds and up. It's the ninth race on the card. Seven go to the post on this one. Nine to five favorite there is Topsy with Mr. Ricardo Santana aboard. The two-to-one close second choice is High Class with Christian Torres aboard. That's the ninth. Ten races overall at Oaklawn and a first post time of 10.30. Then we go to the fairgrounds. Fairgrounds got a nice big carryover going on in their pick six, and it's not a jackpot, it's a regular pick six. Carryover there at $128,194. Ten races, a couple of hundred thousand dollar stakes races. The wood chopper for three year olds at a mile on the turf is the seventh. Twelve go to the post before any scratches. Your three to one favorite in this is Gigante with Mr. Morales aboard. Then you got the. Uh, Pago Hop Stakes, that's the ninth on the card at a mile on the turf for three-year-old fillies. Overflow field of 15 before scratches, and the favorite in that race, and it's lukewarm at that, is 7-2. to That's Watch This Birdie with James Graham aboard. First post time, <clears throat> excuse me, at the fairgrounds is at 10.45. Then you get to Santa Anita. Ooh, we're crossing our fingers for Santa Anita if it goes. First post time will be 12 noon. Joe Hernandez will be the first race on the card. Six and a half furlongs uh, down the hillside turf course. That's very iffy. Anyhow, 13 are scheduled to go in that race, and it's a wide-open affair. My goodness, the three-to-one favorite is Forbidden Kingdom with Flavian Pratt. First race, 12 high noon. If they go, the Joe Hernandez is the first on the card. Then the Bobby Frankel will be a couple of races later. That's the second of the uh, stakes races today. As scheduled at a mile and an eighth on the turf, that's iffy, too. The grade three Bobby Frankel sees a field of six at a mile and one eighth. And in this good competitive race, too, two to one favorite there is uh, Ioana there. And the uh, rider there is Umberto Rispoli. First post time for the nine races at Santa Anita, if they go, is at 12 high noon. Okay, then we got Golden Gate next. They have eight races today at Golden Gate. They've got a pick six jackpot carryover left over from yesterday, $3,923. First post time at Golden Gate is at $1,245. Then you have Turfway Park with big fields again. The feature race is the seventh race, six furlongs, the holiday cheer for three-year-olds and up, and a field of 11 there before scratches. And again, a lukewarm favorite in that one, good competitive race. Seven to two on the morning line is Fortin, uh, Fortin Hill. Fortin Hill is the lukewarm favorite there. Turfway Park, mandatory payoffs in the pick six, 36491 Mandatory payoff in the super high five, 13891 And again, jackpot provision off at Turfway in the pick six. It's a mandatory payoff today. First post time, 255 Then we go to Delta Downs. They've got nine races. First post time, 305 And we wrap it up. They're back at Los Alamitos tonight. Six o'clock, first post time there. Nine races, a couple of thoroughbred races, three mixed breeds, four quarter horses make up the nine race card at Los Al. And a first post time of 6 p.m. Wow, what a menu. There's got to be something there you like. All right, let's go to Jonathan Hardoon standby. Jonathan, good morning. What a menu, Ralph. You wrapped it off and uh, you rattled it off. You lost your voice a few times, but you did a heck of a job. Yeah, <laughs> I need more coffee. My coffee's sitting right here on the side. I might I might just to take a little swig when you're talking about 
some of the races today. All right, let's get to the uh, let's get first to uh, we have to correct the mistake we made. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. Okay. Well, I got lambasted for it. Uh, Suppose we said that Oakland Park was not a C.A.W. track. And I guess I was wrong because I got bombarded with emails and texts and everything else that I was wrong. I know for a fact in previous years it wasn't. I guess they uh, joined the other side and and, uh, allow it this year, which is not a good thing for racing. What do you think they ought to do about that to to make it fair for the regular Joe? Yeah, well, close it down with three minutes to post. That'll make it fair for the average Joe. The problem is that it increases handle with these tracks, and you know that's what they care about. Obviously, don't they don't care about the players because there's nothing good about a horse going six to one to three to one at the top of the stretch. So, you know, they're more interested in handle than in uh, the perception of the game, I guess. And uh, I think it's bad. You know, I'd like to know. We know about how the handle affects the horses who are, you know, in the race and in front and all of that good stuff. But do, do they ever? we hardly ever see a horse that's bet down that finishes off the track. Well, and you very rarely see a horse that goes up in odds that wins. <laughs> you know, that that's what makes it look worse, Ralph. You never see a horse go from 3-1 to one to 5-1 to one and win the race doesn't happen. If no. it does, it's a very rare occasion. And, and it was a very rare occasion. We had one of those that happened with John Lendo's horse a couple of weeks ago, but then his other pick uh, that was 9-2 to two coming down the stretch paid $7 when, the, when they shook out all of the yeah. smoke. A lot more <clears throat> of them go down. Than that. Uh, all right. Again, you could count the ones that go up and win on, a hand, on one hand, believe me. Okay, now, uh, we got that out of the way. You corrected. By the way, you know, we've got very smart listeners out there. And and people who are now viewing it. You get away with nothing. You get I'm away with they're, nothing. They're, they're good people. I like that's them. Fun. That's for sure. They yeah, keep, I like them keep us on the mark. That's for sure. All right, now let's get to the races. Harlan's Holiday, what do you see? Well, actually, this was going to be the first of my two radio plays. And I love the number nine horse in here, Gasoline, a four-year-old gelding from the Todd Pletcher barn. Ryder switched today to Irod Ortiz. He's listed at nine to two on the morning line. He's just an improving horse. He's getting good now. Two for two at the distance. He's run third in his only Gulfstream start. <clears throat> Number nine, Gasoline, nine to two on the morning line, wins today's 10th race at a Gulfstream. I mean, why do you do this to me? You know, there's so many one liners for this horse now, Gasoline. But we'll leave them all alone. Uh, yeah. The 10th race, the Harlan's Holiday, you like number nine, gasoline. I read Ortiz Jr. Get, get it right, Ralph. I read Ortiz Jr. is the uh, rider in the Harlan's Holiday. I would guess that the winner of this race, Jonathan, will probably get an invitation or at least uh, think about going into the Pegasus World Cup at the end of next month. Yes, yeah, supposedly this is the uh, prep for the uh, Pegasus on the dirt, and uh, I would say more than one of horses in this race may be in that race. Okay, gasoline in the tenth. Any other uh, of the stakes races that uh, pique your interest at Gulfstream? Well, anyone you want, we could talk about. It's up to you. Uh, this well, is your show. You are the star, so. <laughs> well, no, no. I, you know, I always, uh, you know, have my handicappers go where they are comfortable and feel the best. I, I never ask you to. I ask you to have an opinion on a race, but never make a pick unless you feel confident in it. That's for sure. So, uh, you know, whatever. If you don't, have, if you're not confident in any of the races, we'll move on. 
I, actually, I like the 11th race there also. That's the Fort Lauderdale, and that will be run on the turf. Races two and four will, are off the turf, like you said. And I like number three, Jerry the Nipper in there, a six-year-old gelding, also from the Todd Pletcher barn. This one's ridden by Jose Ortiz. He's listed at eight to one on the morning line. He's steady and consistent. He fires every time. I think he's going to get the job done here today. Number three, Jerry the Nipper, eight to one on the morning line, upsets and wins today's 11th race at Eccles. All right. And the 11th race, number three, Jerry the Nipper, the Jerry the Nipper, the three horse in the 11th race at Gulfstream Park. Did you see, folks? Oh, I got another pick out of him. All right. <laughs> Anyhow, that's Gulfstream Park. But we know you might have selections. Uh, at least a horse or two at Aqueduct and possibly Santa Anita. Got to wait. No, we're just going to go to Aqueduct and look at the seventh race. And again, a two-day pick six carryover. So you need a single. And it's going to come in the seventh race today. Number eight, Chasing Daylight, the four-year-old filly from the Rudy Rodriguez barn. She ran a big figure two starts back. She was totally against the track last time out. It was a conveyor belt. You couldn't pass a horse. She draws a good outside box. She's listed at three to one on the morning line, but she is a pick six, pick five, pick four single. Number eight, Chasing Daylight, seventh race today out at Aqueduct. All right, so we got the uh, we got the uh, Davises uh, looking to, uh, for more winners today, and especially in your race, the seventh race, number eight, Chasing Daylight. Dylan Davis aboard there in the uh, seventh race, the eight horse. Got to tell you, Jonathan, it's kind of entertaining watching uh, Dylan ride against his sisters and all that in the in the races. That's for sure. And, and don't forget, there's a, bro- there's a brother-in-law and husband involved also because <laughs> Trevor McCarthy is married to Katie Davis who was uh, the sister of Dylan and Jack. And that Davis clan had a good day because Trevor had a couple of wins on his own. So did Dylan. And, of course, uh, the sisters filled out the rest of the gimmicks in those races. So it's it's fun to watch them there. Track is muddy. And I'm assuming that uh, your sheet that you have available for folks, and let me get this right today, you have four sheets. You have Aqueduct. You have Oaklawn. You have Gulfstream Park. And you do have Santa Anita, which might be a souvenir. We don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully they'll get the card in. It's a Saturday. It's an important racing day for them. And, you know, it's early in the meet. You want it to get off to a good start. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, your gut feeling about Santa Anita, you think it's going or what? No, no. I'm afraid they're going to cave. I heard it poured horribly overnight yeah, there, yeah. a ton of rain. So, you know, you can forget that even if they run, they're not running down the hillside turf course, no. that's for sure, because if you spit on the ground there, they take it off right away. They either move it to six furlongs on the flat, uh, you know, on the grass course without coming down the hill. I um, My odds right now, uh, if I were to lay odds, I'd say 75% cancellation, 100% off the turf. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Okay, thanks a lot, my man. Appreciate it. Unless you got anything to say, we'll let you wrap it up for today and uh, get you a nice cup of coffee or whatever, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow on the last day of this year. That thanks. sounds good, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. Thank uh, you. All right, you got it. Jonathan Ardoon, uh, and, uh, of course, you can get it uh, at his website, His uh, all of his selections. Uh, four tracks today. Oh, my. All right, coming up next is Rich Ang. He's uh, on a roll as far as the bowl games are concerned. Gave us Memphis yesterday, an underdog. That uh, that team won flat out. Didn't even need the point spread. Anyhow, uh, Richie, will, uh, we'll tap him on the shoulder, see if we can get another win or two out of him for football. And, of course, horse racing as well, because he gave us a winner in, in racing as well. So don't go away. Rich Ang's next.
Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Saturday, the last Saturday of 2023. We now go out to Rich Ang standing by. Richie, hot, sizzling Richie Ang, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralph. Here, our pigskin's really been rolling between yeah. the pros and the colleges, and uh, let's see if we can keep it going today. I got two more picks. I got to ask you, I know you're keeping track. What's uh, you got to be hitting them like 80% at least on this show, right? You know what? I haven't tabulated, but I know I've won my last four picks in you a row. You did, yeah. So, um, you know, hopefully we can make it six in a row after this show. All right, we are. We're going to make it six in a row. By the way, you threw in a little uh, last race winner at Santa Anita yesterday as well. I know you have uh, relatives in Southern California, and uh, I just as a matter of fact, if you, if you did talk to them uh, recently overnight, uh, what's uh, what's the predictions down there in Southern California? You know, it's uh, kind of early in the morning for them, so I haven't contacted uh, anyone in California. That's my brother and my sister. Uh-huh. So uh, you'll have to uh, wait for John's report. <laughs> okay, we will wait for John. Got to tell you, uh, you know, uh, the the winners you've been giving us, of course, uh, when uh, on Thursday Arizona was a slight favorite, but Memphis, man, you're getting points with Memphis, and they, they never looked like a loser yesterday. Yeah, they won wire to wire. They they, they had a 70-yard touchdown on the first drive. And, uh, you know, a word to the wise, this is something that I do, Ralph, when I bet an underdog in uh, sports, uh, 
I usually sprinkle a little bit of money on the money line just in case that they not only cover the point spread, but they also win outright. So like Memphis yesterday was plus 300 on the money line. I mean, you would take three to one on a betting on a horse to win. You should take three to one on a, a, a team to, to not only cover the point spread, but win outright on the field. All right, let's get started. We got, uh, what, one, two, three, four uh, bowl games for today. Uh, as they get closer to New Year's Day, the bowl games get more intense with uh, top uh, teams in, matched up in them. Well, uh, we'll be listening. Go ahead. You know, the first game is at 9 a.m., so it's only about an hour away here in the Pacific time zone and throughout the country. Uh-huh. It's the Peach Bowl of 265, 266. Mississippi at Penn State. Uh, this is an interesting matchup in the fact that uh, one of the national championship games is Alabama against uh, Michigan. So it's SEC against Big Ten. This game is also SEC against Big Ten. Might be a barometer for what's going to happen tomorrow. But I like Mississippi plus five in this game. In fact, I, I checked while you were talking to Jonathan. It's actually going up to five and a half. But I like Mississippi uh, plus five and a half in the peach ball uh, at nine o'clock. Good. Hurry up. I'm going to run to the book and uh, make the bet. <laughs> Anyhow. All right. Uh, yeah, we're right. It's right behind me. So uh, anyhow, uh, Rich, Richie, uh, go ahead. Give me the second one. Second game, we'll go to the pros. Uh, the one Saturday game is 103-104. It's the Detroit Lions at the uh, Cowboys. Uh, last week, both uh, those teams qualified for the playoffs, but I think Detroit has a chance for uh, more of a, a, a playoff hangover than the Cowboys. Cowboys are seven and zero at home. I really like the Cowboys uh, uh, in this game. They're minus five and a half. I think the Lions uh, might not come up with their best effort off uh, such an emotional win last week. So let's go with the Cowboys. One hundred four minus five and a half at home. The Dallas Cowboys uh, featured uh, on the Saturday in the NFL kickoff at five fifteen on ESPN over the Detroit uh, Lions. Dallas Cowboys is the pick, and we will get a selection at Santa Anita if they go. We're going to find out in a minute or two from John Lindo. Yeah, I hope they go. Yeah. Uh, I had the winner in the last race yesterday. Let's yeah. try the last race again today, Ralph. Race nine, Sandy is six furlongs, claiming 12-5. Let's go with the two-horse, Elevato, six to one in the morning line. I'm pretty sure we're not going to get six to one, but still, this horse is in a good spot to, to graduate, uh, or not graduate, but yeah. sliding down the claiming ladder a little bit for Steve Miotti. Let's yeah. go 25 win place, two for the ROI, number two, Elevato. Race nine. Ninth race, number two, Elevato is Rich Ang's play. Thanks a lot, Rich. We got a rock and roll. We'll be back right after this break with John Lendo to find out, does he know anything about whether Santa Anita's going or not? That's important. And then, of course, we'll wrap it up with Jerry J. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. 
the Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, back here on Race Day Las Vegas. It's time to go right out to John Lendo standing by. Without any further ado, John, tell me, John, tell me. <laughs> Good morning, Ralph. I tell you what, uh, we've had some light rain this morning uh, since before dawn at Santa Anita. It's supposed to end by noon. Uh, I don't know how much. I'm not up there. I'm down here in Carlsbad where it just started raining down here. Um, it looks like uh, at the most we're so, supposed to get about a half an inch, so we're not supposed to get a ton. But uh, no decisions have been made yet in uh. Southern California. But here's the deadlines. That with a noon first post time, the LASIK shots have to give be given to horses four hours before post. Now, the first race is a stakes race, no LASIK. So I would think by 8.30, before the, the deadline for the second race where Lasix is going to be used on horses, they would have to make a decision as, as to whether they're going to run this card or not. Now, I would think right now, at the very least, that Joe Hernandez, at the best, would probably be running the flat turf course. At the worst, it could come off on, end up on the dirt, or even worse yet, we could cancel the whole card. I don't know anything else yet. <clears throat> when I get something else... We'll have it on my show, Thoroughbred LA, at, at, at the top of the hour. We'll update that, and you can go to my Twitter, uh, at JohnLindo60, and I'll update it there as soon as I have some information. All right. Thank you, John, for that. And, again, uh, give everybody uh, the coordinates uh, for listening to your show right after we're done. Thoroughbred Los Angeles, you can listen to the website, www.thoroughbredla.com. We'll be on at 9 o'clock, and whatever updates we get during that hour, we will update there as well. All right, looking at Santa Anita, obviously, if they get the, the card going, the two turf stakes, even the turf stakes are coming off the grass, I would assume. Uh, I assume nothing. Uh, the, because they're greatest stakes races, they'll do the best they can to leave them on the grass. Like I say, I don't think it's a, a, a big, heavy rainstorm, but there's enough rain. And with the protocols in place these days, Ralph, you just never know. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at the uh, weather uh, channel, and it said there was some flooding in Southern California, so some areas really got a big cloudburst, that's for sure. So we'll wait and see. Let's hope it just bypassed Arcadia. In any case, John Lindo's Lindo Report, if they go, at uh, Santa Anita is available right now here, exclusively and only here at the uh, South Point Racebook. Uh, right uh, behind me, you can get the Lindo Report, comprehensive, uh, covering all the races, late pick for, etc. But... Just in case Santa Anita isn't going, John Lindo went ahead and did extra work and has a full sheet for Gulfstream, don't you, John? Always have a plan B, horse players, Ralph. Got to be prepared. All right. So uh, if it goes, we'll take a pick at Santa Anita, and, and we know it'll go at Gulfstream, so we'll take a pick each. Okay, let's go to Gulfstream first because that race will go first. We'll go to race number nine at Gulfstream Park on the Tapita. Number two, Saratoga Flash runs very well fresh. Uh, one, the only start he's had on the Tapita at Gulfstream. I, I think he falls on a terrific trip, just sitting third behind the speed in the pocket from a good post. 8-1 on the morning line, a good chance for an upset. Number two, Saratoga Flash, race number nine at Gulfstream Park. The two-horse Saratoga Flash, uh, Mr. Zayas aboard in the uh, ninth race, the St. Augustine. The two, Saratoga at Gulfstream, a winner, let's hope. That's for sure. <laughs> Any thought about the Harlan's holiday real quick, uh, a prep for the Pegasus? I think John Hardoon's on the right horse, Gasoline. I think the other top Fletcher horse, Grand Aspen, they've been working together, working very evenly. I think Grand Aspen has a chance just because he draws a better post than, than uh, Gasoline. All right, Santa Anita, keeping our fingers crossed. 
Eighth race, let's hope it stays on the turf. Number three, get the gold. Really finished well last time. In his previous start, that's where he got knocked down, and Abel Cedillo got knocked out cold at Del Mar on the grass in that incident at the gate. He came out of that, ran really well, has trained well. He's sitting on a win, 7-2 to two on the program. Number three, get the gold, race eight, Santa Anita. All right, John. Well, uh, let's hope the gambling gods are shining on us today and Santa Anita can get underway. But uh, we'll keep an eye on it and get uh, the latest from you at 9 o'clock on your show. Thanks a lot, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Ralph. Good luck today. All right. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Sizzling Jerry Jackowitz, I might say. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Ralph. Well, you are sizzling, my man. Two winners yesterday, and you've been on a roll. Yeah, we've been uh, seeing the ball pretty well, as John likes to say. Uh, you know, been doing this enough years, so we should get you a few winners. Yeah, doing. You know, and uh, you know, just like sports and anything else, when you're handicapping uh, gambling entities, uh, you know, the last uh, last chapters are things you can't control, like luck, etc. And we go in ebb and flows, but right now, you handicappers on the race day show are seeing the ball, as you say, very well. And uh, we are still waiting to see if Santa Anita goes, but we know Aqueduct is, and they have a two-day pick-six carryover as well. So make sure you get Jerry J's Power Page uh, Plus at uh, jerryjspowerpage.com. Jerry, what are you doing first today? Well, the play I had uh, provided earlier, Scratch, that was uh, Red G DGP in the ninth race. So I'm going to give you an alternate play here. We're going to go to the eighth race today, Ralph. Okay. Our first Number nine, Bourbon Hope, morning line of 30 to 1. What? Uh, yeah, but it's, it, I don't know. It's not going to be 30 to 1, but for whatever reason, that's the morning line. Uh, her, um. Just really, actually, nice-looking horses in good form, improved going up in class last time out. And there's a real potential speed duel that could uh, um, develop in front of him. And if you get anything like 10 to 1 or higher, it, it, even though he's not quite as fast as some of the faster horses, this is the kind of race that could you know, develop into a, a collapsing race or a chaos race. And I think he's got a good chance to pick up the pieces of a speed duel. So... I think the nine is a great win place bet type of horse in the eighth race today. Um, and that would be my first bet, a good solid win place bet. And then I would come into some exactors. I'd play the nine with the one, four, six, and eight, spread them that way, reverse them. But the nine in race number eight, that's our pop out key and play today in, uh, at Aqueduct. In now, race number eight. The track is uh, labeled muddy at Aqueduct, so are you assuming uh, we're assuming that your sheets are set up for that? No, no, they're set up for fair. I think it'll dry out more and more. They had okay. really nice weather in Aqueduct. I think it'll be fine. I th it'll probably be fast all day long. So. All right. Uh, I think they just didn't change to, from uh, the muddy isn't official yet. <laughs> okay, well, it is on their website. I don't know what to tell you. But in any case, we understand that's what you're predicting. Not a problem. In the eighth race, the nine, Bourbon's Hope. We'll get a lot of cocktails for us if we get there with this horse. That's for sure. The nine, yes. over, the nine over one, four, six, eight, and reverse in the eighth at Aqueduct. Now, if Santa Anita goes, what are you doing? I'm going to go to the sixth race. Yeah. I haven't thought about the, a lot of cocktails from Bourbon's. Right. we got to get going here. we got to get off in about a minute. Race number six will take the one horse, Delmar Jerry. Great name. I'll play the one over the two. The one is a win bet and the one, two, two, one exacta. All right. Uh, that is only a five-horse field, so you're going to punch the exacta. One, two. Sixth race, the one, Delmar Jerry. 
who's picking a horse, Jerry, at Santa Anita, if it goes. The one over the two, and the, of course you reverse it, 2-1. Uh, power pages for all of Santa Anita and all of uh, Aqueduct available at jerryjspowerpage.com. Jerry, we've got to move out of the way because a big show is coming up next for sports. Say it real quick. We'll talk to people tomorrow. Have a great race day, everybody.